apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Annie Mac Home is an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. So Jeff, why did you become a realtor? I worked in various. So Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes. It's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. The last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTBB Realty is? People over paychecks do the damn thing. And that's what we do. Welcome. Welcome. Well, good to be back. 
Good to be back. Um, I actually um had a completely, completely different show planned today. Um, but the un unfortunate events that took place yesterday has me feeling kind of <clears throat> feeling kind of mad, feeling sad. Um so that's the way my day has gone so far, and we're gonna continue going into this, you know, now in a minute. And but Carlos, how how has your day been? Exhausting. Uh we're wrapping up the school year. Uh so everybody's in a mad dash to finish paperwork, meet with parents, try to set things up for the following school year. And so um, I'm pretty tired. It looks like allergies are kind of kicking in too, uh, probably with now, now that it's actually humid and beginning to rain out here. Um, but in regards to what you're talking about, uh, yeah, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I, I was, I was, I think I was just kind of watching the news yesterday and the last thing I expected was what I read on the Chiron at the bottom about 14 dead. That's when they thought it was 14. Obviously, the count went up. Um, and I'm like in Texas and I'm like, it, it took a while to register. I'm not going to lie. Like I was scratching my head like, wait a minute, I can't be reading this. So, um, you know, yeah. we have, we're having this conversation again about how to protect schools and you know, after a few of these, you kind of already see the roadmap on how these, these situations are handled. We first well, go through, we first go through the shock. We start hearing the information. And then shortly after you start hearing the finger pointing and the annoying blame game. And it's like that. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Facebook debates. That's good. <laughs> That's I don't mean exactly what it is. About as real as it is. Yeah, Facebook debates. Everyone forgets. Congress does nothing. Crickets chirping. Mass shooting. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I think that that right there, you could you could take mass shooting and put anything in there, and you can have that loop. Thoughts and prayers might be optional depending on the situation, but the rest of that chain, it's about right. <laughs> well, look. Um... I will tell you this. I um I I agree with Anna. Mental health does play a role. Uh, sketchy. You know what's up, guys? Any any senses act of gun violence? And no other country faces guns deaths like America. America has 112 guns for every 100 people. Most industrialized countries are eight to 100. Uh, you're probably right. Um. What could we do? I, you know, who's so the blame? Just, who's just to, to just to just to answer, uh, Sketchy's uh, observation. I heard something this morning, and I just wanted to verify it here. Does the United States have more mass shooting than other countries? It depends on the data. So the average mean annual death per million people from mass public shootings. Number one, Norway. Two, Serbia. Three, France. Four, Macedonia. Five, Albania. Six, Slovakia. I can go on and on. We're number 11. 
So not exactly, but okay. we have enough. We have enough for us to be concerned. Being at number eleven is still. I'd rather be number one ninety, but um, here we are. Here well, we are. Look, the actually, I mean, I got this from the New York Times, right? Right. It's a list, and and it's a partial list of mass shootings in twenty twenty two. Okay, and I and I will tell you something. It is super. It's a long list. Um, I don't agree with everything they have as a mass shooting because to me, like they have here a government, no, not that one, owner and two, like here in Biloxi, Mississippi on April 27th, right? The, the owner and two employees of a Broadway inexpressible Motel in Biloxi, Mississippi were fairly shot and another person was also shot dead during a carjacking. The mm -hmm. subject, which I'm not going to say his name because I... I refuse to, <clears throat> to name names, oh, especially. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're done trying to uh, popular, okay. popularize and glorify these. Clowns. Right, he's thirty-two years old and he was found dead. To right. me, a fight where you kill two other people—that's not a mass shooting. That's for starters. So right. I think there's a very big misconception of what the news media is putting out there as mass shootings, and to what we, the regular individuals. Okay, uh, is a mass shooting to me. What happened in Texas is a mass shooting. Parkland's a mass shooting. Uh, in Buffalo last week or two weeks ago, that's a mass shooting. Sandy Hook, that's a mass shooting. Columbine, that's a mass shooting. Okay, mm -hmm. that to me is a mass shooting where somebody goes in with reckless abandonment, doesn't give a shit about about anybody else or anything else. It's not about that he had a fight with somebody it's just about you know what wanted to create mayhem you can't buy alcohol or cigarettes unless you are 21 i thought that i thought cigarettes are 18 but uh what they, yeah they, they've changed some some places have changed i think now it's 21 okay so let me let me uh correct you there Anna. um depending on what type of gun you're talking about you could purchase at 18 years old you could purchase a rifle you could you could purchase purchase a shotgun. What you cannot purchase is a handgun. You know, what's the logic so, in that? I think the logic at that at that time, and don't quote me on this. I'm not 100 percent sure. Was more of a gun you could conceal, a gun you could hide. Okay. But now you know what? It doesn't really matter because you just need a trench coat, Columbine. Yeah, and well, yeah, you know. But yeah. you know what? <clears throat> My question, like Carlos, you're you're an educator, mm -hmm. okay? And not to put you on the spot, but you will. But I will. <laughs> it makes no freaking sense. You're absolutely right, and it doesn't make sense. But I got a question: Does the school train you for any type of a situation like this on what to do? Yes, yes, they do. I'll say that. Maybe not enough. Um, but I think once a year, at least, from my experience anyway, they do train you on lockdown procedures. <clears throat> and uh, they trained you, they trained us on, for example, uh, depending on, you know, how the room is set up. If you don't have a, an, an alternative exit, um, 
places to hide, ways to try to hide, hide the students. Uh, like in my school, for example, a lot of the rooms have like pretty big storage closets. And so we were trained to kind of like hide and lock ourselves in there. Uh, but immediately the minute something triggers a warning, uh, you would get a loud voice over the system. It would tell you to lock down. So the teacher's first response is to run straight for the door, lock it, uh, and uh, and then escort the children or the students uh, to a safe location. If you don't have a storage uh, thing, then find a corner that's like as far away from the door as possible or, or put them in a place where there's a lot of obstruction. And then honestly, if you have any kind of projectile that you can throw, use it if they happen to get in. Um, so they do, they, 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 they do train them. They do train them. Uh, and they do drills too. Uh, probably about once every month or every other month. So yeah, yeah, they, they, they do. They do. Okay. So sketchy. He says, if you want to drive a car and own one, you need to take a test drive and insure it. Why can't we apply the same topic to guns? No other countries have access to the amount of guns as America. Okay, let me tell you what happens. When you first buy a gun and you and this is where this is where the gun laws are kind of sketchy, okay? And when you buy a gun from an actual store, brand new gun not used, right? I can tell you that it's going to get registered. It's going to be sold to whoever it is. Okay, you got to wait those three days, those background checks, one or the other. Okay, not a problem. I think the problem here comes is when you when you buy a gun from person to person. Okay, that's where the law is very sketchy. Because like in the state of Florida, I could buy a gun from Carlos and I don't have to register it. Carlos just better make sure that there's a paper trail on that gun. Because I could go ahead and shoot somebody where they, they run the ballistics, it comes back to Carlos, Carlos needs to make sure he has the paper trail. Or, or even myself, if I get pulled over and I have the gun with me and they run the numbers on the gun and it comes out um, stolen, I better have a paper trail for when I bought that gun. So, you know, the laws are pretty sketchy, are pretty, they're sketchy, they're very, very broad, they're not there's nothing that's in stone, you know. And Anna says that is sad. Why don't they enforce helping kids with mental mental health issues, bullying, etc.? Well, supposedly, with this kid or this guy, there were signs. He he was bullied in school. His friends were saying that within the past couple years, he he dropped. You know. So my question here is. If people start seeing, you know, your friends that are dropping, you know, they're, they're not dropping, but like their attitudes, you know? Right, right. I, sketchy, yes, I heard part of Steve's Kerr uh, comments on the shooting yesterday. I think it was very, very good of him. Um, I didn't hear Steve Kerr. I heard about it. I, I didn't catch it. I just I don't watch basketball much, so I didn't hear much of what he said. So Facebook user, if you can identify yourself, would be great. But if you don't, I'll find you. 
see who you are. Um, honestly, Facebook user, honestly, what good is this training called? I, I understand what, training, but mm -hmm. just like in the military, the unexpected can and will happen, and there's no training for that. Ooh, so that? let me answer that, I guess. I mean, what good is the training? Let me ask you in a different way then. Is it any better if we didn't have any training at all? You you see what I'm saying? Yeah. We can't predict the unexpected. Uh, I think that would go with anything. You could be an expert at whatever, and the unexpected may still get you. So I, I understand the question, but I think, I, I think if we look at it in a much bigger picture, not having any kind of training would, would probably be much worse. So, you know, uh, there's got to be at least something in place. Um, America's not ready to take certain steps regarding school security and things like that, or at least maybe there, maybe it's about time we had that debate and maybe things will change. Well, but right now, what we're left with is locking doors and hiding kids and I grabbing mean, you paperweight, and hopefully you can crack someone in the skull if they show up in your room. Well, this is what I saw. This was a Facebook post that I saw today. <clears throat> this came out of Palmetto, Florida. This man All right. right here. Mm -hmm. stands in front of the school the only entrance there is to the school right like this yep and see there this little caption right here i saw this too brings up two interesting points unfortunately frank schools traditionally uh hold on i'm reading catchy here all right um just to to to, to kind of jump on sketchy's point um, I'm in my opinion, sketchy, partially Republicans are right, but there needs to be more. This, this right here, this uh, picture you have is, is, uh, brings up some good points. So you have, you have the armed guard. And if you notice, it says here, um, where is it? My daughter's one entry, one, entry. one entry. So Frank, you and I went to school together and unfortunately, I'll say, unfortunately, in America, we've grown up thinking that schools are supposed to be these like wonderful open places that should be accessible to everyone. And they were built that way. Schools have a ton of entry points, uh, a bunch of different ways to get in. I remember, you know, like at, um, at Everglades, you had fences all over the place and a lot of them were wide open. Well, school, yeah, Everglades was a very open school. Schools have always had multiple entry points. And so... You know, now in today's day where we're dealing with increased mental health issues, these types of wide open facilities are vulnerable. And so we've assigned one SRO school resource officer to each school. That's still one person with a gun and four, you know, anywhere from four to eight entry points. I'm still going to get some damage done if I want to go in and do some. It's just not enough. We have to start considering ways to narrow down entry points, kind of close in schools a little bit. It's just a reality of how things are going. And so that picture, like you posted, uh, like having fewer entry points is 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 major. And yes, having 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 trained staff, or at least guards, something. But there's got to be some stricter security at our schools. I, I kind of agree agree with the Republican standpoint. <clears throat> Well, this I, one does sketchy, uh, but I, I, but sketchy, you're kind of you're kind of uh, 
yeah, we can't turn them into prisons, but they can't be this wide open. I believe that's part of what happened yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Guy just ran right. on the, he just ran in there, and now the door he, was open. He actually, he was confronted by whoever was there at the door, the school resource officer, but he ran in through a back entrance. Uh huh. Okay. So, All right. And so that that's that's an issue. I mean, nobody wants to see schools turn into prisons, but multiple access points are 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 part of the problem. Schools being too wide open and not enough coverage for all these openings. These kind of things happen, and there has to be a middle ground somewhere between uh, security entry points, access to the inside of the building. And and uh, and and trained security that can actually fire back. Well, look, Dwayne. You know, Dwayne is act. Dwayne White. He's responding to Anita's comments, right? Anita put my opinion: teachers should have never taught kids to call nine one one. If your parents spank you, it results in kids not having respect for any authority. So then Dwayne White comes back at Anita: at eighteen, you you allowed to enter and sign contracts. It's not. It's not age. These people are red flag nuts. I think he, he's actually referring to the the age comment that that she made. Which, yeah, you know what? I think Dwayne White has um, a point. These so are, are, we, are we beginning to suggest, and, and this is actually not a bad thing to think about. Should we re, should we begin? Yes, Petri. Sorry. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Why not? What? What's? What's the negative of it? Uh, please tell me. Outside of appearance, what's the negative? I I don't see a problem with that. I, I don't. They're all soft targets. Put some security there. It won't be as easy. People will consider or think twice before they try something at these places you just listed. It's not a bad idea. Um, Frank, back to um, back the to previous point. Should we begin to reconsider what we consider the age of adulthood? I mean, um, is 18 really, really <laughs> being well, an adult? Um, it is and it's not. Some people are, some people are not. And this is the problem you have. Once your kid graduates high school, mm -hmm. normally these kids are already 18 years old. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, what does well, graduating okay, high school so mean? It's just yeah, you're done with your education, great, but that doesn't mean you're you're really ready to it deal. Mean you're ready, and you're. It doesn't mean you're ready, but you know what? By all standards, you're you're supposed to be ready. You know, you're supposed to be done. You know, you, you mm. can do it. You could get it. You know, so what? At this point, trying to change the the age so, of adulthood, Carlos. That's it's just a thought. It's just a thought. But let's put it another way. I'm going to ask you an interesting question. I don't know if I'm going to word it right. So, but do you I'll feel that, do you feel that the 18 year olds today have the same kind of grit and maturity that 18 year olds did 20, 30 years ago? Nope. So then I'll ask it again. Should we still consider 18 year olds to be adults? <laughs> no. Nope. You know, um, I, I I I feel that. I think we should because that's the way it is. You're done with high school. You, 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 excuse me. You are an adult. You see, uh, let's see here. 
Changing age for adulthood won't matter. I'm not sure if I can completely agree with that. Uh, I don't think I mean, that's good. I, I would understand. I would understand. It sounds like a too simple of a, of a procedure, or or an option. But let's be honest. I mean, the maturity level between an 18 year old and say a 20, even one, but 21, two, three year old is, I think, pretty different. You know, Dwayne White. I've been agreeing with a lot of your comments. And you know what? I respect your opinions on stuff. Um, here, I'm going to tell you that, you know, what you do with your kid, that's your prerogative. And I get it. But I think that you can't also have your child locked down in homeschool constantly on his own. You know, and learning from home without any other interactions from other kids. And, and what I mean by other kids is not not a brother or sister, you know, just, you know, school kids. It's like, it's like when you go to work, you know, you, you interact with other people from work, you know, and I know at times you have to lock your kids down and bring them in. Oh, that, that's them. when you use the, the lock the doors and you broke fire code. I remember that. <laughs> you know, right. Um, but at the same time, you can't lock your kids in, you, you know, to your home. You can't, you know, have them just homeschool because we're, where we are living in fear. Well, I can tell I mean, you that he doesn't I would never live in fear. If, if he know, doesn't have the confidence in public structure and he doesn't have the confidence in how public institutions handle certain things, I mean, that's his option. Uh, and, and he's not alone. Uh, I mean, you know, my kids go, my, my kids, uh, you know, they go to public school and I, I trust and pray. Uh, that's all we can do. Do I think schools can beef up security? Yeah, I think they can. I I, I, I feel that there's this notion, and, and it's something that we really need to begin to peel away, that, uh, you know, we wish that schools were all just rainbows, sunshine, unicorns, rubber balls, and, and kickball, and, and all that good stuff. But outside of the fence of the school, it's the world. And, and that school is still part of that world. And there are things that may encroach over the fences of the schools that we want to protect. We need to treat the schools the same way and begin to apply protection more, more so. Uh, I, the average school has just one SRO. The one I work at has two, but that's because it's an alternative school. Like it's the hard knock school. You've always worked at those alternative schools, huh? It's because, you know, I, I like to, like, you know, slap these kids around. So, hey, wake the F up. <laughs> well, look, Dwayne, Dwayne comes out. If you decide to add more age restrictions, then you might as well not let boys drive until they're 25, according to insurance companies. Under 25 men have higher rates. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. Under 25, you do have higher rates. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's it's a debatable topic, Dwayne, I, I, and I see where you're going. and And I have to agree with that, too, like – it's hard. I'm always trying to find the middle ground, but you gotta, you really gotta at least question the mentality of 18 year olds nowadays. They just don't feel like they did years ago. And so do we begin to adjust things? Hey, we just adjusted the age of smoking. We, we and I know that's like, you can, can, you can look at that from a health aspect, whatever you want to do. But the point is these things can't change. Should we start considering it? I don't think they're as mature as they used to be. And then Let's add in the the big elephant in the room. I, I think clearly between social media, kids being locked in more, uh, 
socializing and just human communication decreasing every passing day because of social media and things like that. You know, they're left to their vices and the information and the garbage they see. Uh, mental health issues are going through the roof. Um, so we, you know, there's no, there's nothing wrong in thinking that we may need to just start considering things differently. And the fact that 18 year olds just aren't being brought up the same way anymore. And so, I don't know. I don't know. Those are my well, thoughts. Liz said it right. Liz, Liz said it right. I think 18 year old kids are not very mature these days, but I think at 18 year olds from my time, we were still not mature. It's how they're raised at home. And that's right. You so know. the I, the only thing I can say to Lisi then is, I mean, the only thing that's gone down between the 18-year-olds of yesteryear and now is the ass whoopings. <laughs> They're just not so, getting it like they used to. <laughs> so Hector's asking, whose fault is it for this generation not being mature, as you say? Our. Hector, our. Um, it's a lot of hours, a lot of um, social media. Hours. We, we, um, we've bought into a lot of this ah, pobrecito mentality, like, oh, poor baby. Uh, I mean, a lot of the grit that we grew up with is gone. And, and, and I mean, I try to apply it to my kids. Uh, I've been fair across the board, and I think it's worked out pretty well. My kids are respectful, and they understand. I'm not forgiving when I don't want to be. Um, my mom was an ultra hard ass. And so I've learned where my mom was overzealous and where she was proper. I've taken that and I've applied it. Uh, but you do have some some kids out there that like, and, and mind you, I work at a school. So remember back when we went to school, if we screwed up, who got in trouble? We did. Today's kids, if they screwed up at school, who gets in trouble? The school does. Teachers get, they, they get ragged on. The ki- it's never the kid's fault. Never the kid's fault. And that's the kind of crap that's going on today. And so they're growing up entitled. They're growing up thinking they can do no wrong. And so they do stupid shit thinking they can do no wrong. We're, we're, that's, that's increasing across the board. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the age of the the beautiful open learning place that we grew up in unfortunately the world outside of it is tainted now it's a different world out there and and security measures and things need to begin to be applied in the schools and one one sro or one security guard is not enough now in defense of that picture you posted i know that school it's a small charter school so they, they may be able to afford having one entry point. But the average public school, Frank, you and I went to, you know, elementary school together. I'm sure our middle schools were the same way. Wide open. Well, wide you open. know what? You know what? That's where I think, right, they're, they're wide open. What you need, what they need to start doing and going back to, to that picture. Right. Okay. We're going to leave it there for now. What they need to start doing then with these open schools is actually then have armed guards. I agree. I agree. I, I think that conver- people need to get over that idea. I'll say it again. Get over the idea that schools need to be like, oh, gun-free. Guns don't belong in school. Yeah, they kind of do now. Sorry. Well, they, you know what? Look, look. And, and we don't have to make it like to the staff level if you don't want to. I get the controversy I, of literally having teachers packing. Man, I don't even well, know if I'm too comfortable know, with that. I, I, I'm just going to have a bad day. <laughs> but but guards, more of yeah, them. But you see, this is, I, I'm okay with that. 
you know, I'm okay with, you know, with having armed guards at a school. But now, this is where you have your problems also, okay? Right. Because let's let's look at both sides, all right? You have your armed guards at the school, right? Yo, let's say this guy has a bad day. Let's, get, let's, let's just say, you know, some kid, because these kids are going to try the security guards because you do it all the time, all right? Who's mm-hmm. to say that this guard is just having a fucking fucked up day, all right? And now says, oh, yeah, fuck you, kid. Bang, bang. Damn. I mean, let's, let's, let's widen it out that way. I mean, okay, so that is a hypothetical, and it's, it's even possible, all right? Uh, see, so, Frank, we have to look at things that will promote general safety, but nothing you're ever going to propose, nothing, ever, I don't care is ever going to be 100% foolproof. So when I say let's increase guards, increase guard presence and increase, you know, gun presence with the guards, overall, on a grand scale, you should have an improved sense of security and safety in the school. But even that will not be 100%. And, And I was just adding to your point right before you brought up your example. Some to Some people have suggested teachers receive training. Teachers, you know, teachers carry in class. And I just said, what if the teacher has a bad day? I'm tired of the disrespect. Pa, 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 pa. You know? It- so. Okay, so Hector over here says, sorry, I disagree. You can't police every public school in America. Okay, Hector, I'm going to disagree with you there. There are 130,000 public schools in America. You, Look, We have the money. We have the instead money. Instead of us, instead of us, the United States, Giving money to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say we've given them now about what? <sighs> Too much. 80-something million, I think it was, or some shit like that. Okay, maybe my numbers are off. Look, I'll even okay. I'll even take it one step further. Let's let's the amount of money we've lost in fraud for COVID relief could have handled this situation. It's it's we've got the money. I, yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. But this just and I'm not I'm not pinpointing any administration. No, 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 no. Me neither. Okay. I'm just saying because the money's there. This goes back to whether you're left, whether you're right, Democrat, Republican, liberal, socialist, whatever the fuck you want to be, independent. Nobody, nobody has done nothing to fix the problem. Right. <clears throat> okay. Nobody. Right. Where this problem has to be fixed. I mean, obviously, we could sit here and talk about it. We're just two guys on a fucking podcast, you know, we do. expressing mm-hmm. what we think. And mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, one day this problem is fixed. Cause you know what? I could tell you that I and definitely, I, agree with Dwayne, I, <clears throat> I gun free zones are exactly the places I want to go. If I want to go blow up a bunch of heads right there, you know, I don't want to be, and that's what schools people. used to be. That's what schools used to be. That's why they constantly get hit up because that's exactly what they were. Gun-free zones. And they used to boast it, too. You'd walk around in your school. You'd have those metal placards that are stuck on the wall. It says, gun-free zone. Uh, You know, children welcome here all day. All sorts of wonderful, welcoming stuff. Days are gone. Days are gone. I don't want to be these people. Mental health health issues are are growing. Uh, We do need to focus on ways to monitor and maintain 
And even and 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 I know they've talked about red flags, and I'm okay with them. You just got to be careful because, you know, like I said, when you when once you say red flag laws, that means somebody is is assigning those red flags, and and I get I get I get fishy about that. But we do need something. Um, but yeah, gun free, gun free. That's done. Those days are gone. Two hundred percent. Yeah, we've spent too much money on Ukraine. We spent too much money on too many things. Uh, and yes, I think with one hundred thirty thousand public institutions, we can afford to, to pay a few guards in this country. We can train them, train them properly. And Frank, again, it won't be perfect, but it'll definitely be a step up. But yeah. Even guards are human, and God forbid a guard has a bad day. Uh, but yeah, you'll never, you'll never come up with a one hundred percent solution. Damn, I ran out of water. But oh well. But you know, um, I was actually um, I invited someone to come on the show, but he, he I guess you couldn't make it. But uh, you know, I, I went that. through That's a tough conversation to have right now. But mm-hmm. well, no, he's um, he's part of the CMG uh, podcast. Oh. And um, he um, he works for FedEx, right? Okay. And his post, let me try to find it on my phone so I could kind of, damn it, read it. Because it makes sense, you know, as to how, here it is. He comes out and... No, that's not it. Yeah, he goes, his thing goes, how the fuck did he get in the school? It's disgusting. The the doors should have been locked, right? Mm, Right. And then someone made a comment, and he puts a comment to somebody saying, I have to be buzzed into every school I deliver. Lady at the camera says, how may I help you? And buzzes me in, like, how did he manage And then And then he just goes, how did he manage to just walk right into the school like nothing? <clears throat> now, 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 and and I can speak about this, okay? In these little towns, they're little towns. They are. Okay. They are. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you don't know anybody, you're gonna know that person's neighbor. Right. Okay? And you've been in those towns, right? In Texas. Uh, dude, listen. I got, I got pulled over. Okay, out there. I remember this. Okay. And it was, I gave the guy my license and he drove to me, oh, you, your family's with the people that live all the way at the end of the street, aren't you? I'm like, yes, I am. Oh, I went to school with your cousin. Yeah. Sounds like, like, all right, man, I'm not going to lie. (laughs) So, you know, in all these little towns, everybody knows each other. So now, whether he got in, you know, I think um, Dwayne said it. Didn't he shoot the resource officer entering the school? I haven't gotten clarified. I don't know if it was a resource officer or actually a a border no. agent that was there. No, 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 no. There was a resource officer at the school. Okay. The border agent is who shot him. All right. Either right. border agent was there or why, I don't know. Maybe his the border agent someone went to the school. I, I don't know. But right. <clears throat> you know, I I know that I, I saw I I read that he entered the school through the back uh, of it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and the so, door was open or something. I mean, that's another thing schools are dealing with. We're talking about adding more guards. Truth be told, a lot of schools nowadays are just completely understaffed everywhere. And and I don't know where to point the finger at that because I know how the money falls, but I don't know why it's not being, being spread out the way it should be. So you look at the school boards for that, but schools are understaffed. And so you you'll you'll probably have some kind of slip up like some dude leaving a door open. And 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 of course, after a while you don't think about shooters coming. It just doesn't cross your mind, but Look, here you are. This is the problem that we have, right? So one of roughly many. 30 minutes, yeah. But this is this this is talking about the shooter, right? Roughly mm -hmm. 30 minutes before the oh frack. Hold on, I just I hate I hate this. I hate the computer sometimes. I was right on it. I was about to read it. And bam. okay, roughly 30 minutes before the attack, the gunman issued several chilling communications on social media. He did. Yep. Okay. The, I heard about that. That the message about that. But you see, Facebook came back and said the messages described were private one to one messages. <clears throat> so then the shooter lived with his 66 year old grandmother since March. She survived the shooting. Yeah, that's another thing. How the fuck? He shot his grandmother. You know? So, March of Neighbors while police were called. She was airlifted and was being treated for her injuries at the hospital. The gunman took his grandmother's truck and crashed it just, out, just outside of Rob Elementary School. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Abbott said around 11.30... He took an AR-15 style rifle and a backpack with him and went to enter the school. Another rifle was later discovered in his truck, according to the briefing give the lawmakers. Okay. The shooter was wearing a plate carrier, but not ballistics armor. Police were not pursuing the government. At the school, the shooter first the at the school, the shooter encountered school mm -hmm. resource office, school resource officers. But made it inside the school through a back door, officials said. He walked down hallways before entering a classroom. So, I, I mean, I hate to say someone dropped the ball, but someone the dropped the ball. The door was open. <clears throat> the door was open. Um, again, protocols need to be tight. School, you know, doors need to be locked. Um, nowadays, ever since Parkland, at least here in Florida, they have upped their That's measures. Awesome. They have upped their measures to, uh, when it comes to entry, like at the school I work at, you have to be buzzed in and then you have to be buzzed into the school too. Uh, there's only two Look, ways. In. Yeah, no, they, the they, 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 allocate the funds. they don't. And guess what? At least uh, from what I was hearing, because there were other issues involving school resource officers and like, I guess, wow. uh, physical abuse for students. And what I mean is like, for example, when a school resource officer has to take down a student for, because of aggression, and then sometimes the student gets hurt. I heard that they were actually considering removing the school resource officers from the schools. And I looked up today. I'm like, not after yesterday. Nope. It's not going to happen. Um 
Wow. So the biggest issue is that these young men <laughs> are not getting Oh, sketchy, man. sketchy, sketchy. You really know how to put it out there. Oh, sketchy. <laughs> A lot of, Sandra, you see, Sandra was the, the one that, that, that I read so, the post on. So, Frank, let's talk about it, though. Teachers caring, right? It's not, it's not, I mean, I've heard it proposed and I've heard it's not mandatory. There are teachers who don't, who do know how to handle a weapon. Should they be allowed the option to carry? Um, again, we <laughs> sketchy has taken this conversation off the rails. <laughs> yes, he did. I disagree. Teachers shouldn't carry. Okay, but see, no. this is this is where we go back into what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. All right, you have a teacher carry. Okay, nowadays, but you see, and the problem is that nowadays, kids don't have respect for their fucking teachers. I agree. I was just thinking, man, in today's environment, now when okay, we were kids, because, yeah. Okay, if I'm a, if I'm in high school, I'm a teacher in high school, right? And and I'm not a big guy. Okay, or. I'm older. I mean, I'm older now. I can't. I can't fight in my forties, okay, or in my high forties, my early fifties, uh, almost. Man, or Frank, late 40s, up. almost there. Like I did in my twenties. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> in my twenties, I was able to take a pull stick across the back, get up, and grab a chair and chuck it or whatever. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> so what's what's going to be my defense mechanism? I got four kids coming at me. What? I can't defend myself. Hey. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's volatile. So, it's volatile. So having, Every classroom so having, is a potential Lord of the Flies situation. It's 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 not a good idea. So again, going going to Sanders' comments. Okay, having a teacher carry also poses that. Would that? Would you want that to be your kid? You know, and I think that in in order to carry, especially a teacher. They have to get put through training, mm-hmm. okay, like heavy, heavy training, and and even then, okay, and 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 just even then, it's just it's one of those where, okay, who's to say? I mean, look, I have training with a firearm. I, you know, my thought process, <clears throat> my thought process is, I use it if my life is in danger. If I got three big old kids, three offensive linemen coming at me, <laughs> they're gonna beat my ass. Guess what? My life is in danger. Who's to say it's not? Yeah, no, no, I got you. I got you. <clears throat> the teacher at the teacher level, that's that's super hot button. Super hot button. <clears throat> and look, and I, and I, I think at this point again. though, and what I'm, if a student takes a teacher's weapon? Then what? So it's not it maybe they shouldn't necessarily carry, but there should be some kind of like combination safe or something where they have to at least know there's a situation and then purposely access it rather than just walking around with it. I don't know. I mean, we're just shooting the shit <clears throat> with regards to ideas. And at the teacher level, I mean, I do see the pros and cons, but man, I'm weary, especially because teachers teachers today just take way too much. Schools right now are at the point where they're just letting kids get away with so much that, you know, um, teachers. To Elizabeth's comments, 
with yes, what teachers can. get paid, you can't add the responsibility of children's lives to their job description. I'm sorry. Teachers teachers, so teachers aren't just teachers anymore. have that responsibility. If a child is in your classroom, you are responsible for that child. Yeah, see... Dwayne was just kind of uh, Dwayne just posted, you know, said something that was kind of alluding to where no, I was going. Teachers I, today, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <clears throat> Let yeah, me get to the comments. Teachers so, today are just Liz right. anymore. Liz, Liz Questa, she agrees with Frank. I had a middle schooler tell me, "Don't touch me. I could get you fired." I wasn't even touching them, and that's the problem. These kids don't have fucking respect for anybody. What <laughs> they what they need to do is get punched in the face. <laughs> so Andrew, Andrew says, I may not have much to say, but teachers should carry because some shouldn't carry because some should of them are fucking crazy. Should or shouldn't. <laughs> Andrew, should they carry or should they not carry? So you see, my sister goes, I want to punch that kid after that comment. Listen, and you know what? She's had you're, tendencies to want to punch people since I've known her. I'm I, I'm one of those people she's probably wanted to punch. So, Dwayne, right, so <laughs> Dwayne comes out. Didn't Biden say last week that while the kids are in school, the teachers are the parents? So let them carry guns, tasers, beer, or bear spray, spray or spear guns. Uh, I don't know about that, Dwayne. Well, hold on. I've been agreeing with you, but I yeah. I see, see, hold on, hold on. Dwayne, Dwayne touched on something that I think is a beginning. It's it's a problem now, where teachers are just expected to be so much more than just teachers. It's 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 kind of getting ridiculous. Um, you know, uh, and in I what mean, sense? They're they're. I mean, they're literally expected. They're they're basically. They. It's like you said. They're basically parents. Like. Well, I got a question though. When when you have a child in your class, okay, is, is it that child your responsibility? Yes, yes, they if are. That child but walks I mean, out of your, it, if that it, child walks out of your class, right? You uh -huh. are just to walk out. You are responsible to report them. Oh yeah, but that, that something happens. That, something happens. They come yeah. back to you say, "Hey, Carlos, <clears throat> why did you let this kid walk out of class?" Why? Why this? Why that? No, I get that, Frank. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you're 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 on oh, on I my level here at the moment. But it, it's more about know. like they're now <laughs> no, but that, that they're literally expected to teach morals and and it's 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 gone a step above, and, well, and now morals come from home. Okay, if you'd be surprised, if you'd child, be surprised. Child, but you know what? I if wish. Child, but you know what? Look, look, look. Yeah, but if a child doesn't have morals, okay. And and I believe that when <clears throat> when a teacher takes that step or a, an individual, there, look, teacher, your sister, your sister, now, I, I'm read, not there yet. I'm not. I'm read, not it, read it. Read it. But I'm not there yet. I, okay, I'll get there in a minute. But let me say my point. When a teacher takes that step to want to be a teacher, yeah. Okay, it's to teach every kid. To okay? teach. Sometimes, right. yeah, but sometimes teaching is not all about books. Sometimes teaching is about just everyday life. Right. But I think it's become an expectation. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Right. Okay. So Sandra goes, not every teacher, but every school should have at least two to three teachers who are allowed to carry one of them can even be around after school to make sure no bullshit happens. And then there won't be no damn elementary school 
school student gonna grab a gun from a teacher? That's for sure. I mean, I I agree that no elementary schools have grabbed a gun from the teacher. I think Sanders uh, on, uh, on the right on the right wavelength. I just don't know if it would should be teachers. I would still stick with increasing guards, but the presence of a few weapons in school is. It, I'm not against it. I'm not. I, I, schools are still too soft of a target. They need to be hardened. Period. <clears throat> period. I'm not. I'm not budging from that one at all. Okay, all so right? the, the days of the gun-free zone are gone. Then who's responsible for the teacher? So okay, Hector has a good point here. If the teacher is responsible for the student, then who is who is responsible for the teacher? Oh, then the principal is going to carry two. <sighs> Leave it to the guards. <clears throat> Leave it to the guards. I'm cool with more guards. All right. I was just so, looking up some stuff. Right? We, we were going to touch on this <clears throat> in Israel. In Israel, they haven't had a uh, significant school shooting since like 1974. Notice I said Israel. Israel is a country that is like always watching their back for, for, for attacks from Palestinians and things like that. And yet they seem to have figured out how to protect their schools. They have, <clears throat> they have, they have a lot of guard presence. They have a uh, few entry points. I mean, these are things they've been doing for years. And, you know, I Israel does things that's pretty amazing. When you're constantly, when you constantly have a target on your back from every nation around you, basically, yet they don't deal with terrorist attacks on planes because their airport security is insane. They don't deal with school shootings because their school security is proper. I mean, they, they, they can do it. Why can't we? Now they do have. Is. They do have. I did read some articles, so I tried to, <clears throat> you know, they do have stricter, uh, stricter gun laws. Like I think I read here, you can't get a gun in Israel until you're 27. Uh, so and 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 the testing for for guns in in Israel is pretty strict, and the security guards they've got to be constantly tested, and sometimes they fail and they have to reapply. So they've they've got that on lock, but it's worked. I mean, they've they haven't had a shooting since longer than I've been alive, or at least a significant one. And so, these are things that need to be considered. I, I think, but but we should begin to look at how Israel does these things because that's a country where plenty of nations would like to wipe out their children, and yet they have found a way to protect them on the daily. All right. So, sketchy writes. Why don't kids have respect anymore? Is, is it parents, society, both, or something else? I think it's both. I think I it's would, a little bit of both. I, and, I mean, social media has a lot to play with, in my opinion. You know? <clears throat> oh, let's see. Then my sister comes. She's laughing at you. She says she never wanted to punch you. It's <laughs> She's lying. <laughs> Anita goes back to teachers. Anita writes, goes back to teachers telling kids in the 90s, call 911 if your parents spank you. Mm. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, that we can get into the debate of spanking. Teachers are not um, nannies. So, Lewis Gordon writes, oh, I'm glad he wrote that. With schools, police activities coming and going constantly is a deterrent. They did it. That's at one Walmart thing they have in Israel country. also. They actually have little substations inside the schools, and and, and that's how, I'm glad Lewis brought that up. That's a point I forgot uh, when I was talking about Israel. They've done that in Israel. These are things they do. 
increasing the gun presence and the police presence at schools is 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 a good thing and and so uh i'm all for that i have no issue with that and yes we can fund it i mean we've thrown money away like there's no tomorrow we can definitely fund that so so sander comes out but put these teachers in those defensive schools because that's what these crazy folks are targeting innocent elementary school sandy hook elementary school this elementary school Protect all schools, but we can't put extra eyes on elementary schools. That's what's being targeted. Um, uh, is it though? I mean, what Parkland was a high school. Yeah, Parkland, Parkland was, was a high school. school. Columbine was a high school. They're, they're not all elementary schools. West Virginia was was a or Virginia. I forgot was a college. Um, so it's not that black and white. Not that black and white. <clears throat> Um, but they are still soft targets. They are large facilities with lots of people who are defenseless. If I want to cause carnage, that's where I'm going. Teach not to be freaking parents. Oof, this has been like one of the most. Yes, yes. Bring back the paddle. Yeah, that that works too. Yeah. When was the last time uh, we walked into a principal's office and they had that ominous pod paddle in the back? I know you remember. Cheney um, had it. <laughs> I remember sitting in his office. And I don't remember with who. Ominous Greek letters. <laughs> Uh, Carlos, I mean, um, Hector, I believe um, some churches and place of place of businesses, some do have armed guards. So I see where Facebook users going. I mean, at this point, you're going to start brushing it on everything. We can't do that. But I think at least when you have places with large congregations, i.e. schools, churches, uh, yeah. If 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 they can if they can find a way to like receive some kind of protection for for guards, I promise you, anybody who wants to try to attack said center will think twice because there's bullets waiting for them too. <clears throat> uh, to Sketchy's point, I did say that Israel did have uh, stricter gun rules, and so we may need to start considering that again. You can buy a gun when you're 18, and as we said earlier in the show. 18 in 2022 does not seem like 18 in 1985 or 1990 anymore. It just, it's different. You know, um, Hector, I want to say that we're just talking about schools right now because I think that's the the topic at hand, you know. Um, and a shooting wherever it's at is not yeah, right. Yeah, we, we're but, not going to put shootings. We can bring up. The problem, my my problem here is this, man. I mean, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but that little scroll down the line, okay, if you see the ages on those kids, <clears throat> okay, we're talking about 10-year-olds, talking about 9-year-olds, talking about 11-year-olds. Can you imagine being a parent of those, of any, you know, of a child <clears throat> and you have to bury your child because of some senseless act because some fucking person carrying a gun that probably should not have been carrying a gun or a firearm okay did all right that's the problem i have i you know shootings are gonna happen 
and they're wrong regardless. But right now we're talking about kids. Okay, it's easier for me to accept, you know, if my mom dies, if my dad dies, okay, because the story of life is we bury our old, okay? It doesn't make it good if they die, if they got shot, okay? But we know that we bury our elders. We don't bury our youngs. I want a child that's full of life at 10 years old. He has his whole life ahead of him. Just got deprived of having a family. You deprived his parents, okay, of having grandkids. You know. So you know we're you know I'm focusing on the kids and you know Hector, you're right. A life is a life, no matter the the age. We're all kids of someone, no matter the age. You're right, Hector. We are. Okay. But I think that the way that everything's happening is where, you know, our youth, our youth is being targeted by these individuals. And that's what I'm trying to get across. You're right. You're right, Liz. It's not easy to accept if anyone dies the way that those children die. You're right. It's not. But I think what we're also doing here, Elizabeth, any act of violence is unnecessary. It doesn't matter if it's an old folks home or a daycare. You're absolutely right. It doesn't matter. But what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say there is that, you know, if it's uh, an old folks home, okay, and a daycare, we're going to mourn more the daycare and these kids and we're really old folks. Not that it's going to make it right, not, okay, but there's a very big different level you know if i get shot at 90 years old fuck thank god i'm not gonna have a mind <laughs> okay sorry kids you know but i live my life these kids just started or are that had not even lived their life mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you know to me it's just i my heart goes out to these parents because you know I can't imagine to put myself in that situation. I can't. I I try to kind of, you know, when I was looking up the show and looking up these pictures, I really try to put myself there. And and you know what? I can't even fathom that. I can't. So um, there's my rant for, for the day, I guess. I don't know. You know, I'm well, sure I have more to say in a minute. <clears throat> this has been uh, uh, a good debate. Uh, lots of ideas, different ideas. We don't all agree on our propositions, but <clears throat> these are the kind of kind of conversations that we need to have in order to achieve a you know the best possible idea. And uh, you know, it's a tough talk. Um, we agree things Hector, need to change. <clears throat> hold on, I, I gotta go back to Hector here. Hector, it's not that I don't mourn for any American who dies innocently. I, 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 I do mourn that. You know, I just think that, you know, it's very different when you have these people attacking kids that can't even defend themselves. All right, you know what? Come at me with a gun. The minute I see the tip of it, I'm going to make sure I put a bullet between your eyes. You know, that's what I mean by that. I I don't mean, you know, hey, 
somebody's life is more worth than others. More no. worth or less worth than someone else's. No, it's not. Seems like <clears> the computers <throat> of elementary schools are triggered by by the age group. And I, I don't know what the trigger is. I don't know if it's so much triggered by the age group or it's the fact that schools, particularly elementary, but they're again, <clears throat> they're easy, <clears throat> defenseless targets. When you want to cause carnage, you find the place where bullets will not fly in the opposite direction. That's that's just the MO. <clears throat> Eyes are a good target. No body armor. Exactly. Exactly, Dwayne. Exactly. Look, guys, um, <clears throat> I want to thank everybody that joined the conversation. Yeah, man. That was that, uh, the um, comment section was. <sighs> we haven't had a show in over two, three weeks. Um, I was contemplating on doing a show earlier in the week. I had a totally. <clears throat> when I decided to do the show, you know. I was like, all right, this is what we're going to talk about. I had a bunch of other things to talk about. Unfortunately, this happened. I wanted to trash the president. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could save that for next week. Um, we'll probably have more on this, you know, next week, because obviously we know that this is still, still going out there. Uh, what did Hector say here? <clears throat> your life can be taken without notice. If you have a barrel pointed at you, Hector, Hector's, come at, Hector's coming at us with like every hypothetical. No, no, no it's okay. Hey, listen, I it's okay <clears throat> with that. Uh, no, Hector, you're right. If I have a barrel pointing at me at that moment, hey, listen, you never know. Maybe they might get nervous. Maybe they might not. But I can tell you that I'm I'm gonna try my damnness. Okay, to take to take not you out, but to take the individual out. Before he takes me out. If I get taken out, you know what? At least I got taken out try, trying to fight back. Not innocently, where I can't even fight back. You know, that's the point that I'm trying to make. These cowards. Okay, these low piece of shits. All right. Are taking innocent lives. Not, not so much age group. These kids was bullied at his school and he was just exciting revenge on it. But he, but we will never know. You have to be right, we're going. We we would never know what was in his mind, what went through his mind. But you know, again, I just I don't even know what to say anymore, and it's just one of those <clears throat> where you know, there's just it's a sad day, you know, all these school shootings. You know, sketchy, great show, dialogue tonight. You two always hit it out of the ballpark. It sounds like you two are, are fully recovered from COVID. Remember, people who, who get laid don't kill people. Sex violence. Sketchy. You know what? Unless, unless you're David Carradine. I'm sure he knows exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. <laughs> hey, look. Guys, remember, share us. Share us. Share us. Um, look forward to what's coming out of us, guys. Um, I want to say thank you for everybody that great show and thank you. Yeah, the comment section was great. Thank you, everybody. Um, thank you, really. Um, <clears throat> sketchy for president. Sketchy, you got to run for president, man. Oof. You know, and I would just leave it at that. 
thank you. And remember those victims. All right, hug your child. <clears throat> Let them be you know, don't don't take don't take these kids for granted. You know, with that being said, you might not agree with what we're speaking. Or you might agree, and today was one of those days where we did not all agree because we didn't. That's fine. That's fine. But I guarantee you, for everybody that was on the show, okay, Sketchy, Liz, Anna, Elizabeth, Dwayne, Lewis, Sander, and I don't know who else. I'm sorry if I Hector. Okay, I'm missing four. I'm missing four. I'm missing four. I don't know who it was. You didn't okay. say any. Andrew. <clears throat> who else? I thought there's a bunch, man. But everybody who was on. <clears throat> thank you for the comments, and thank you for speaking it real today. We'll catch you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night.